Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode. So today is episode number 41, learning how to get unstuck to get your results faster. So lately I have been talking about getting clear on your money, getting clear on belief systems behind it, elevating into overflow, becoming that wealthy woman, because most of the people that listen to my podcast are women. So wealthy woman, wealthy man. Um, And then I started kind of diving into more of the practical. So what does it actually look like to do the work? Well, this is definitely an episode that builds on some of my previous episodes, literally probably the last three. It builds on that. Um, It's all about the pivot. So Ben and I have this running joke that we may not be the prettiest people, the smartest people, or, you know, whatever, but we are the best people ever when it comes to pivoting. I am hands down the best person I know when it comes to pivoting. Ben is the best person he knows hands down in our friends, in our acquaintances, and our old co-workers. It doesn't matter. I can pivot better than anyone. Ben can pivot better than anyone. And with that being said, the reason why we've been able to get so many results drastically faster than what we should have. And I say should have, meaning conventional American style belief system of you should do this by this time frame and this by this time frame and this by this time frame. So we take all that out of the window. We don't like doing things slow. We don't like doing things um, the traditional way. If I want something, I go after it and I get it, period. End of discussion. Like literally nothing in my reality exists otherwise. Um, I told in, I think it was, for episode 40 learning how to do the work either no it wasn't in episode 40 it was actually in one of my bonus videos for um what was it i can't imagine i'm no longer available it's a bonus video that is part of the uh wealthy woman um bonus bundle or the um clear the not clear the clutter um what is it drop the money struggle so there's a link on my website for either the drop the money struggle or the become a wealthy woman bonus and one of the bonus videos which is probably my favorite piece of content I've ever created um talks about how I'm literally when I when I'm trying to change my belief and my mindset these are the two practical things that I do to get my headspace in the right space to get my body get my energy and get my vibe well same thing when it comes to all of that when you actually get behind what you want, now you actually have to pivot. So when I say I am not, literally, I am not available. If there's something I want, I will go after it with everything inside of me. I use every resource at my disposal. I am not available for slow. That's what I'm talking about. And so when I talk about pivoting, most people, and I'm not judging, but I'm kind of judging. Most people, what they'll do is they'll say they want a goal, right? And they'll look up conventional ways to get that goal. And they won't think outside of the box. And they'll go ahead and they'll start plodding along the path, do 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 trying to hit the goal. Well, they'll hit either a little roadblock or a really big roadblock. And when they do, instead of like, oh, let me try and see if there's a different path, a different way, a different resource, a different opportunity, a different something. Instead, what they'll do, it's like in a freaking video game. They'll keep hitting the same wall over and over and over and over and over. And they'll hit it a bajillion times. Instead of saying, wait, I've hit this wall like twice. Clearly, there's probably a better way to do this. Let me look to see what the other options are. That's what is basically a pivot. Now, 
I love pivoting and I know I'm really, really good at it because I have always had this belief system. Ben has always had this belief system that just because there is one way to reach a goal doesn't mean it's the only way. So it doesn't have to be this way or nothing because there are so many different types of people in this world. There's so many different types of belief patterns and realities and there's so many different types of ways of doing like literally everything that the thought process of, oh, there's only one way to do this is not actually true. It's not, you know, what people would call the ultimate truth. There's tons of different ways to get the results that you want, get the goal that you want. It's just a matter of what can you get yourself behind and what work do you need to do? And then part of that work is realizing, hey, I hit a wall, let me go ahead and pivot. So I've alluded to pivoting multiple times. Um, Let's go ahead and start diving into the example so you can see the actual practical things that I'm doing behind what I call pivoting in our life. And then at the end, I'll go through the journal prompts with you and I'll go over some resources that might actually help you a little bit too if you are new to the thought process of pivoting. So with that being said, let's kind of dive in. The first example I want to go over is the course that should be, depending on when you hear this, should be going live within the next couple of days. Um, It's called Archiving Love. I have been talking to my girlfriend Tiffany in Japan about this course for probably about like two years now. I have most of the content created in the sense that like I had Um, journal prompts ready. I had pieced little bits of it into uh, different types of episodes. Um, I had talked about it, but I never actually sat down and was like, okay, I am ready. I am fully available to go ahead and publish this course out into the world and make it so that people can learn from me in a stupid, easy manner. Doesn't matter where you live. Um, It doesn't matter what type of internet you have. It doesn't matter anything. As long as you literally have access to the internet, that's all that matters. I was like, okay, well, one thing that I could do um, that I noticed is a little bit easier for me is when I'm doing video days, um, because that's pretty much the only time now that I actually get in front of a camera. The rest of the time, I prefer being in front of a microphone. So I have my ring light set up. I have my office set up. um, I give the dogs in another part of the house all the bones and cookies to go ahead and not distract me most of the time. Um, But I went and I recorded the content and the videos for Archiving Love all in one day. And I want to say each video was like two gigs and change. I mean, they were pretty big videos. I mean, they were really long. There are probably about 30 to 45 minutes per video. So I went, recorded the videos, um, and then I loaded them onto my computer and I was able, it took a while, but I was able to get them up into the cloud. And then what I was trying to do was to take them and move them over to, um, my, video hosting platform that I was using or that I am using so that I could take them. I could kind of edit the videos a little bit and I could do a couple of things that I needed to and then go onto the back end and link it to the course. Because again, I wanted the course to have video. It made sense for me to have video. So I needed to literally get the videos on the interwebs in the complete version. And it was a freaking nightmare. So I've talked about living on a farm in the past. I've talked about living in central Florida in the past. Um, Where I currently live, um, and it's like a running joke about like how shitty my internet is, but where I currently live, my internet is so slow, it's like not even funny. Ben and I have to coordinate when we want to use the internet because 
only one of us can like actually be doing normal stuff at one time. So if I want to watch videos, he can totally not watch videos. If he wants to play World of Tanks, I can't be doing crap online because literally if that's the case, then both of us just completely bogged down. Well, go, let's go back to the videos. I'm trying to upload the videos. I'm super excited about the course content. I already have it all in my head. I just want to upload the video so I can get onto the next stage about writing uh, the actual pieces of content for the uh, each video. And then I wanted to write the sales page. And I was like bursting with like joy and excitement to create the course, create the course, create the course. I couldn't get anything past my head of just sit down and create the course. Well, every time I tried uploading the videos, like, I'm not even joking. I tried uploading one of the videos for like four days in a row and I would get a little bit, like I said, I think it was like 2.2 gigs. And I'm not even joking. I think I would get a hundred megabytes a night uploaded. And I'm like, this shit is driving me insane. I can't take it anymore. Screw it. This is clearly not working. Hence, this is where the pivot comes in. So um, Ben was out of town on a business trip this past weekend and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I did some stuff around the farm, took care of a bunch of our palm trees, up potted, repotted, played with all the babies, did all that stuff, right? And I'm like, well, let me actually go into town with my laptop. Let me chill at Dunkin' Donuts for a little bit. I never do that. I just never do that. It's just not a thing. Um, I'm like, let me go chill at Dunkin' and let me see how good or bad their internet is. Maybe I can, you know, sit, eat a donut, drink a pumpkin spice coffee, and I can upload these videos. And I reached out to Tiffany and I told her and she totally laughed and we both like died, but it was, it made me cry inside at the same time. I took those two videos that were like two point something gigs each and I had them uploaded or I had them downloaded, edited, and then re-uploaded within 30 minutes combined. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This shit is insane. Had I had pivoted over a week ago, I would have been literally a week ahead of where I am. So the course launch got delayed because I didn't pivot fast enough. Um, I had this obsessive, like, it was like my my writing guide or whatever you want to call it. Like the, the universe was nagging in my ear, but the course, but the course, but the course. And it was driving me insane because I felt like I was stuck. I needed to get these videos up. I did not feel ready to move on and write everything until the videos were live because it was such a crucial part of the course that like when I went to Duncan and I used their internet, which mind you, I live maybe eight miles outside of town, but like that eight miles literally was a night and day difference. I was able to upload the course. I was able to, I was like, well, screw it. I'm here. Let, their internet is amazing. Let me just use it. So I went, I uploaded the videos. I did all the editing I needed to. I took that. I created the course pages. I created a bunch of the other framework. I basically did what I and what I did in an hour and a half, let's say, was creating the whole framework and the structure and the core of the course, right? The whole experience. And I was able to do that in an hour and a half. And I had not, when I was at home, had been able to do even a tenth of that in a fucking week. So when I say pivot, that's what I mean. That's a prime, clear example. I have been trying to do something that I am so passionate about, um, talking about a course about archiving love and the digital aspects of all of our lives so that we can preserve all of these memories. And part of it was really important to me because I had just recently lost Ben's grandmother, probably I think maybe two, if not three weeks ago at this point. And I was stupid close to Ben's grandmother. I love 
and I love her. I mean, even though she passed, I still can love her. Like, I loved her to pieces. We talked once or twice a week. I had inside jokes with her. Like, she was a legit bestie. And even though her her passing was super painful because literally one of my most favorite people in the world isn't here anymore for me to talk to or get advice from or just love on, you know, going back through those memories saved me and it brought me so much joy and it brought me so much peace and it brought me so much comfort. And it's like, you know, I've gone through this, obviously, because everyone loses someone. I've gone through this a handful of times this is probably the best I've actually handled the loss of someone or an animal that was extremely important in my life. And a lot of it comes down to the systems and structures I have been putting in place for the last couple of years so that I could handle death properly. I could grieve properly, but I could feel like every time I needed to revisit the memories or revisit the love, I, I was able to do that. So the course had more than just the fact of I want to get the course out into the world it had so much meaning to me and the thought that and the reality I should say not even the thought the reality that I took too long and I didn't pivot and I could have gotten this course out into the world faster just totally like it made me laugh but it killed me inside and I'm like okay that's the next lesson I need to talk about that is what not just me should be focusing on let's bring this to the podcast let's bring this to clear the clutter again I go back to the mission of clear the clutter is to make it so that you can have different thought process belief systems patterns habits realities so that you can achieve whatever it is you want faster better easier because there's not just one way to do things and if you listen to other people listen to me listen to other examples that I've done then you can get results so much faster because of it so that was a huge like wake-up call it's like all right Margaret you need to pivot faster well so that would be I I guess that would be my hustle example um because you know I love to have two to three examples so that would be like my hustle example of if you're trying to hustle something you're trying to create a business on the side or you're trying to bring in some type of income or you're trying to work on a passion project and you're getting really painfully slow results try and look to see what you can do to change it up so that you can get your results faster the result that I was wanting with the course was to get the videos uploaded because the content was just ready to pour out of me and once I got the videos uploaded like I went home um I spent probably about two or three hours and I was able to write all of the sales page and the other inside pages and all the writing was pretty easy I just had to get the videos out of the way so that would be an example of a pivot you know aka find better internet The second example I want to go over is going to be like a work example. So a little bit more of a structured day-to-day example. So at work, we, part of the way we are compensated is based off performance. And it's like, okay, well, after doing the same type of job or literally basically the same job for a couple years now or a hot minute, as I like to call it, you get bored or at least anyone that's like me or anyone that's listening to this podcast, when you do the same thing over and over and over again, you're just going to flat out get bored. So with that being said, Ben and I started implementing and then the company started uh, implementing along with us different goals to achieve just so we had something to kind of strive through and strive towards and and give us a little bit of excitement and zhushing so that the job didn't feel literally mundane that the days and the weeks and the months didn't just blur into each other. We've been having different numbers to try and focus on. He's been having different numbers in his department. I've been having different numbers in my department and they're definitely growth numbers and we've been working 
working on this process of, okay, well, what can we do to go ahead and hit these numbers? In the beginning, it was just a matter of push, 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 push. It doesn't matter what it is. It was literally like a blind push. And I'm like, okay, well, that is not sustainable because the way I'm doing something, the way I'm selling something, the way I'm delivering value to my customer is not even it's not that it's bad, but it's not repeatable. And if it's not repeatable, having this blanket push of, you know, you're at 110% and everyone's doing something different, it's not sustainable, it's not repeatable, it's not fun, it's frustrating because you can't try and hit the goals over and over again, you can't see where you're growing. So with that being said, I've been probably the last 14, 15 days since the beginning of the month, I've been focusing on packages and gamifying stuff. Um, uh, there is another book that I'll end up putting in the resource section of um, the show notes or um, I'll put it in the books I love section where all the books that I'm obsessed with and I go back to over and over again. I'll link the latest book that I just read there. It was about gamifying your numbers and gamifying whether you own the business or you're a manager in the business or even if you're just trying to get different results so that you can keep yourself um, engaged with what you're trying to create and it doesn't blur. I was like, okay, cool. I get the gamifying system. I like it. I like the structure. I like the thought process. It kind of brings a little bit of fun and a little bit of competitiveness to it. So what could we gamify? And I was like, okay, well, the easiest thing that we could gamify at work would be packages. And that is right then and there, the pivot. The goal, the end goal is to, at the at the place we work, is sell more widgets. It doesn't matter what, you know, obviously in my department, it's X, Y, and Z. In Ben's department, it's X, Y, and Z. So it doesn't matter that it's a widget. You know, I'm just using it just because it's cleaner words. But like sell more shit, right? So with that being said, the way we have been selling in the past, while it has always worked and while it technically was continuing to work, it wasn't getting us the results that we wanted. So there we go. Boom, you're actually pivoting. Like for us, when a pivot occurs, it, you can, for us, you can feel it. It's like a, if you've ever ridden a roller coaster and then normally the, like the big ones where the bars come over your head and the seat docks you into place, that's what a pivot feels like to me. It's like, okay, click, I am clicked in place. I am ready to turn and go a hundred miles an hour in a different direction or even a slightly different direction to get the results I want. So we've started focusing on packages and I am talking about packages like a crazy person. So the last couple of days I have been working on this really awesome, like super badass intensive resource guide so that a lot of the knowledge of the different websites that I use and why I use this website versus this website, it's all in one spot. The hyperlinks are there. It's super clean. It's super easy to read so that my new guy that is starting hopefully this weekend um, he can go ahead and start mimicking the exact same way I sell because the way I sell, my customers love it. So he can mimic that. He can have the same type of success I can have. And then whenever you're talking to someone, it goes back to being consistent. So same thing on Ben's side. We've been working on, okay, what are the most common packages? What is the goal we're trying to achieve? Um, are these packages that are a little more intense? So maybe we have to set them up differently in the system. Are these packages a lot easier? What about all the stuff that we can try and package that we have the parts for physically here so we can do what um, the industry basically calls a turn and burn. So basically you're trying to get something out within 24 hours. So we've been focusing on those quote unquote packages to go ahead and hit our goal of growth. And that would be the pivot. So at work, if you're trying, well, 
per, I, I hope you're working, if you are working for someone else, I hope you're working in a place where if you create something, you get rewarded for it. So some places that might be commissioned, some places that might be an award system, some places that might be extra PTO, whatever it is, I hope that you're your efforts are recognized. But if that is the case, then what I want you to do is I want you to start looking at, okay, what is the end goal? The end goal pretty much for anything is always to make the company money. So make the, and then it doesn't even matter what you're working at or who you're working for, what industry you're working in. It doesn't matter to the degree of like, you can use the same example for nonprofit. So say you work for a nonprofit, say you're in, I don't know, the, the, the fundraising department of the nonprofit. The goal is still literally to make the company as much money as humanly possible in the most ethical way as possible possible so that you can go ahead and help more people, serve more customers, create better relationships, do whatever it is. But like the answer is always to like, comes back to pretty much earn more money so you can do better things and good things and create all this amazing opportunities and realities in the world. So if that is your goal, look at how you've been doing things in the past and see, okay, well, is it getting me there? Probably not. Okay, so what can we do to systemize it, standardize it, process it so that all of us are moving in the same direction? And that's why at work, we've been focusing on packages. So maybe again, if you're at that nonprofit and you have a really good retention rate of reaching out to corporate companies and getting sponsorship, maybe you need to break down your system of how you do that, make it a quote unquote package or a template or a system. And then that way you can take that and other people can apply the same structure. And and people get a little weirded out by this, but what I mean about doing that and doing a template or a system doesn't matter if someone has the same type of system as you, they're never literally going to be you. They're never going to have the words you're going to use. They're never going to have the slang that you're going to use. They're never going to have your vibe or your energy or your passion or your quirkiness. So it doesn't matter if they use the same structure, they're still not you, but maybe they can make sure the experience is relatively the same or the, the customer care is relatively the same. So if again, you're working at this nonprofit and you're in the, the fundraising department and you crush it at corporate packages, why not create a template so that you can go ahead and you can take people that either, whether they're performing well or not, they all have some type of systematic structure that they can implement as well so that you're fundraising more money so that you could go, I don't know, save the whales better, whatever the scenario is. That would be the pivot for work. Now, another example, and this is not necessarily just a traditional pivot, but this is more of the mindset behind the pivot. So I've given you your two examples on pivoting, but the mindset behind it, and I've kind of alluded to it in the beginning, and it's to get your results faster. But you've got to think of it this way. Once Ben and I started using our acreage that we have and we started planting palm trees um you could it's always amazing whenever you you have the opportunity at least for me to work in nature because it actually cements all these ideas that i feel like are floating in my head we started planting a bunch of palm trees in the earth we have i think a tick under like 600 palm trees planted in one of our side pastures and then we have probably around 300 baby palm trees that are a little too small to go into the ground so they're in pots when I was talking last weekend while I was in between when I had uploaded and done an hour and a half's worth of work in like no time. And between then and when I had come home, I went outside for a little bit to get some fresh air, play with the dogs. And I was taking those plants and I was up potting some of the palm trees that were in little baby pots that needed to go into bigger pots. Going back to the pivot and pots and all of that. 
everything works when you can get outside of yourself and you can I go back to look at that bigger picture. So the bigger picture in this example would be to have really healthy pots that are as big as possible so that this time, well, not even, well, spring of next year when the ground is ready and it's a really good time to plant, all of these plants have the best root systems possible so that they can grow super fast and super healthy. Well, if you don't have a good process, aka a root system. If you don't have a good process, then your tree, your idea, your goal is just going to be super easy to knock over, super easy to not achieve because you don't have a good structure behind you. And sometimes that gets super frustrating, hence where I go back to the pivot. So we've been, like I was saying, I've been, I was up potting some of the palm trees. I had to put them in bigger pots because literally the root systems had outgrown where they were in. And then we had started, um, we had, I think we have like five or six baby starters for oak trees and their root systems are teeny, 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 tiny. And if you don't plant them and take care of them because they're so little, I mean, they're kind of cute. They're like little groups. I mean, they're super cute and tiny. But if you don't take care of them, the root system's never going to grow. And the thing about pivoting and getting your results and going for all of this and going for more because you're literally an overachiever that's designed for more and wants more and craves more, you need to get that, that root system and structure in place. One of the things that taking on more farming roles, which I've, I've gardened in the past, but I've never done gardening at this scale. But one thing that has been such an abundantly clear thing for me is if your root system, if your structure, if your foundation isn't solid, your tree is just going to fall on over. I mean, we've had it to where we've accidentally run over one of the palm trees. It was a little, a little one, but he was planted in the ground and we didn't see him because the grass got too high and we ran over him with the tractor. His root system was so solid that within like two months, the thing came back and then shot up to two feet automatically. Like it, we, I, I felt like it blinked and the tree went from, ah, crap. Well, let's just leave the root system there and see what happens to, holy shit, the tree's two feet tall already. The root system was solid. It was robust. And the other part of it too is the structure, the pivot. Part of all of that is when you're doing all of this stuff, when you're actually doing the work, and I'm using yes, air quotes, but when you're doing the work, you're building out this robust root system. And majority of the time where people get frustrated is, the root system and all of the structure that you're building and all the work that you're doing, most people don't see it. And then boom, you're magically this overnight success and oh my God, blah, 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 blah. But no one likes to honor all the work that you've put into it ahead of time. So it's the same thing and it's literally the same thing in nature. Almost every single plant that we have planted that has done fantastic had this huge root system that was like a foot or two feet bigger than what the tree itself looked like so that when the tree shot up or when the the plant got put into the ground it had a nice stable structure so that the tree could thrive so same thing whatever your goal is whatever result you're trying to get the pivot is just think of it as up potting so it's literally okay what you're trying to do aka growing the tree is not working so let's go ahead and take you out of that little small pot that's restricting you that's not letting you grow that's not letting you get ready for next growing season let's put you in a bigger pot so that your root system can go grow dramatically so that when you're ready to go into the ground you're nice and happy and healthy and you're big it's the same thing 
Pivoting is just helping you grow bigger faster, preferably easier, because the whole point of this is to make things easy. So with that being said, I, I promise I won't talk your ears off about plants or packages or even courses. But the whole point of this is I know when we need to pivot when I feel stuck or when I feel frustrated about something or I'm like, God dang, I'm trying to reach X, Y, and Z result and this shit is either not happening fast enough or it feels like I'm walking through sludge. When I get that feeling, when I get that vibe and I am just just shy of disgusted with something, whether I'm conscious of it or not, that is the sign of, hey, I need to pivot because what I'm doing is clearly not working. Again, there's no point in beating your head against the wall when you can just take a different route. So with that being said, I hope that the examples I've given you help you look at things in a different way, get out of your the mindset that you've been using, get out of whatever belief system or pattern and lets you go find a Dunkin' Donuts with some better internet and lets you get shit done in a 10th of the time. So with that being said, let's go into the journal prompts. So journal prompt number one is how to do things faster so that you don't fill up the time in fear. What would that what would that look like? So let me make that even more clear. A lot of the times, the reason why people don't want to pivot is because they're afraid. They're afraid of the results. So I'll give you another little mini example, then we'll go back to the journal prompts. So how would it look like if I did things faster? And then I also don't fill up all of that time in fear. So had I realized, a week, I don't know, two days into it that, wow, our internet at home for uploading videos totally sucks. Let me not do this. Let me drive over to Duncan one day after work or maybe on my lunch break. Let me go upload the videos, grab a cup of coffee, be done, move on. Well, if I had done things faster, then this is where people go ahead and they self-sabotage. They fill up the time with fear. You know, I don't want you to be like, oh, well, now what would I do? Oh, now I have to make this harder or I have to make more steps or I have to make things more complicated. No, the result should have been, hey, my internet at home sucks. Let me drive over to Duncan. Holy shit, Duncan's internet is a thousand times faster and I can drink a hot cocoa in the process. Let's do this shit. Boom, I upload everything in a night. Boom, the next night I'm able to do the sales page. And then instead of taking a whole week and getting nowhere, I could have spent that time watching uh, TV with Ben. I could have been snuggling the dogs. I could have been creating other content. I could have been doing a million other things that would have made me happier. So I don't want you to fill up the time with fear and say, well, instead, let's not do this because I'm afraid of getting things done fast. I'm afraid of getting things done easy. Easy is not bad. Easy is the goal. Now, easy doesn't mean that you're not putting in the work. That just means you're not overcomplicating something so that you feel you've earned it or you've deserved it. So that's what that that journal prompt will look like. What things can I do so I can do this faster, but at the same time, allow myself to realize that I don't have to fill up all of this new free time with fear of, oh, I didn't work hard enough. What would that look like for you? Again, my example, just drive to fucking Dunkin' Donuts and drink a hot cocoa while you're using their internet. Done, right? So let's, you know, I want you to go back and see what yours would be. Journal prompt number two is what is X, the thing, taking, why is it taking longer than it should? What are you afraid of that's gonna happen or that's not gonna happen? So kind of like number one, but I want you to get more nitty gritty. So let's go back to the the videos in Dunkin', right? Because it's a really clear example. So why is videos taking longer than it should? Well, my internet at home sucks. Okay, cool. So if I had continued to allow myself to be like, well, 
it's okay. I'm just going to stay at home and I'll just figure it out and I'll not have any internet for an entire weekend so I can upload two videos. Well, what am I afraid of happening? What? Having a course out live that I love and that I'm proud of and that talks about how, you know, digitizing and creating and storing memories is like the best thing in the world so that when something happens good or bad you can look back at it why am I afraid of that am I like I'm not so why am I prevented from I, why am I preventing it from happening so that's what number two is like what are you literally losing in this process what are you afraid of what are you, what good things or bad things are you afraid of and then so Journal prompt number three would be like, okay, let's get really clear on this shit. Will you die or become homeless if the worst case scenario happens? So had I gone and pivoted faster, went to Dunkin', drank the cocoa, uploaded the videos, and I had done it, let's say I had done it all in a night, and I'm like, okay, we're going to spend an hour and a half at Dunkin' all a night after work. Would I die because everything got done faster? No. Am I going to become homeless if everything gets done faster? No. Does that mean now the course is available so I can sell it to the humans and I can give it to the world? Yeah. Is that a little nerve wracking? Only because I haven't done it in a while. So it's a little clunky per se. It's not as smooth, as polished as me doing something that I've done 50 or 100 times, but that's okay. But it just because it's the fear doesn't mean I'm going to die. I'm not going to become homeless. So it's not that big of a deal. There's no need to prolong it. There's no need to make it bigger than what it is and lean into that fear. It's okay. And what if I got so good at launching courses and creating courses and, and pouring out my heart and soul into these videos and creating platforms that people could buy from me so much faster that if I did that all on, during the week, on the weekends, I really could spend a lot more time either helping Bend you something or working on the farm or doing this or doing that or doing all the other things I want to spend my time on. So if anything, it is actually a benefit to get things done better, faster, easier, and pivot because I get to do more of what I want to do versus being stuck and trudging through the crap I don't want to be fighting, if you get the point, right? So journal prompt number four is what good things will happen because you took action. So I literally just answered it. But the good things that would happen would be, to be very clear, if I get my courses done in a lot cleaner, simpler, faster way, then A, I have all of this content that I've been sitting on that could help so many people out there live, available for anyone, anywhere to go ahead and buy from me. Then the good things that happen is I can go ahead and work on palm trees more. Um, we're looking at getting a nursery for our property. I can work on the nurseries more. I can look at propagating plants more. I could split plants more. I could sing to the plants while I'm de-weeding them. I could play outside in the back pasture with the dogs. Ben and I could do X, Y, and Z. Uh, there would be more ease and grace in my life and in my head because I don't feel like the universe is literally yelling in my ear, but the course, stop everything and only focus on the course. So there would be so much happiness that would be coming from getting things done faster, pivoting faster, creating the actions I wanted faster. And then to wrap it all up, and this is where I want you to if you haven't listened to this episode, I want you to go back and the resource, it'll be in the resource part of the show notes. But it is, what are you ultimately trying to become? Who is the person you're ultimately trying to become? 
I've talked about it, what I feel like is ad nauseum, but even still, it's not enough. I've talked about what does the wealthy woman look like? What does Margaret Stevens becoming that wealthy woman looks like? And being the wealthy woman looks like having so many different avenues that money can come into our household off of things that I am passionate about, that it is effortless, that if we want to raise our income, it's effortless. If I want to grow my podcast company and take my part-time person that I hire for a couple hours a week and make her like a full-time person because I just love how she works with me, that's a possibility. That means being rewarded for all of my soul that I'm pouring out. That means changing lives and helping people do things. That means so many amazing positive things that is tied up in the reality of becoming the wealthy woman. So if the wealthy woman is all of these amazing positive things, well, how do I get there? And what are all the little itty bitty pivots that I can do so I can get to her faster? And there's always the evolution of that. So the wealthy woman of what I want her to be five years from now is going to be different of what she looks like 10 years from now. Um, And if you're struggling on trying to figure out who that future you is, I have a whole episode dedicated to that one. So like I said, I'll link that into the show notes. So if you need to, you can kind of dive into the bigger picture. One of the things that I know I've done a billion side tangents on this episode, but bear with me. They all have a purpose. Um, One of the reasons why people like to stay stuck is either they're afraid of who they could become or they don't know who they want to become. Um, And sometimes you know, a lot of people will associate change with bad. I have made it in my head and my belief system and in my body that change is not bad. Change is good. Change is exciting. Change is, let's go back to trees. Change is pruning all of those dead limbs that aren't serving the tree anymore and are literally just sucking the energy from the tree. We have this uh, star fruit tree that's near our lake and I am so obsessed with that thing. I love it every single year. um, It goes through two little baby growing seasons and it gives us so much fruit and I'm so grateful for it. But I still go back and I want that tree to be the best little tree possible. I still go back and I prune the tree. Like literally tonight before I was able to get um, out and podcast, I was outside and I'm like, well, let me look at the tree. You know, a bunch of the buds are starting to grow. Let me see if there's any dead limbs that I need to prune off. And so I went through and I pruned off probably 20 little baby dead limbs. But because I pruned off those dead limbs, this tree now can thrive that much more. It can produce that much more fruit if you can follow the physical and metaphysical example of this. So if you're not afraid of being the tree that is abundant and is producing all this gorgeous, amazing fruit that can nourish people, if you're not afraid of that, then why aren't you pruning? then why aren't you pivoting, aka pruning? The person that you want to become, if you're clear on that, let's prune all the things. Let's let's pivot all the things away so that the tree can be amazing and beautiful, happy, and healthy. If you don't know who that person is or it feels too vague or it feels too fluffy, I really want you to go back and, like I said, click on the show notes. Um, It's the easiest way because I don't have the episode number uh, listed. If not, you can scroll through the archives in whatever podcast feed you're using. But go back and look for the future self episode. I go in super detail of how I create this belief and what I want Maggie of 10 years now to look like and how I have a conversation with her and how I grow into her and how sometimes I grow so much into her so much quicker that 
five years in, I'm like, well, shit, I hit the goal that I was supposed to hit in 10 and five. Let's do this all over again. So there's a value in that. But if you know the type of person you're wanting to become, then it's a lot clearer and it's a lot easier to get there versus just kind of la-di-dying da throughout life. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to shame people that do that, but I don't feel that if you're listening to the podcast that you're that type of person. So if you're not that type of person, let's pivot. Let's do things. Let's create goals. Let's be the tree (laughs) that's producing all this amazing fruit because we took off all the dead little limbs and we pivoted. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to stop talking your ears off about trees and internet and Duncan. I probably should have made it a drinking game. Um, If you turn this episode into a drinking game, message me and let me know how many times I said the word Duncan, internet or trees. Um, With that being said, I'm going to let you guys go. If you have any questions or if you want to um, read that book about gamification that I was talking about or if you want that um, future self episode, just go into the show notes. I've tried making it everywhere that is possible. I try and make the show notes a clickable link. Um, If you can't click it, just go ahead and copy that link and paste it into whatever browser you're using and it'll take you right then and there. So it's super easy for you guys, again, to grow and be the tree and create all the fruit. (laughs) All right. I love you guys and have a good night. Bye. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.